It's always showtime at BetMGM Sports. You can make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 when you sign up with the code SHERDOG. Don't let another game day go by without having the ultimate sports betting app in the palm of your hand. Discover non-stop excitement with BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and dozens of betting options, including live wagers, props, parlays, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is or how you like to wager, find out why there's nothing like getting a W at the King of Sportsbooks. Use the code SHERDOG and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Arizona, Colorado, Washington, D.C., Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, and Virginia. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help uh, in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Tennessee, call the red line at 800-889-9789. In Mississippi, call 1-888-777-9696. Sports betting is void where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show with me, Sean Sheehan here on SureDog.com. And today we're going to be looking at my top five bets for the weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. Uh, there's a big UFC card on this weekend. Bellator around these parts. They're over in London across the water from me uh, with an interim title fight on the line there. So a pretty good weekend uh, for the world of betting. And I'm looking forward to, to getting into it and giving you my top five bets for uh, this weekend. As always, please bet responsibly. Don't bet more than you can and even bet a little bit less than that. And, uh, you know, be uh, be very responsible uh, with that, uh, as always. And uh, pl- please always keep that in mind. Um, a quick look back at last week. It was a pretty good week for the, the betting show. We had Oliveira to win inside the distance of plus 100. That cashed, obviously, with his uh, massive win there. Even though he did miss weight and all. He looked bad on the scale and was one of those. So, uh, I stuck by it and, and it went uh, went through. Yves Landu win one over Bellator in Paris at plus 145. Added, uh, as did even, uh, Peter Nidielski at plus 120. So, p- three plus money bets there. One, that was pretty good. I went for Chandler by decision. That obviously didn't win. He ended up kicking the head off Tony Ferguson, uh, uh, and he did it very, very well. And obviously the flyer, Namunas by TKO KO. She'd have to land a punch before she could win by TKO KO, I'm afraid. So uh, I'm blaming Rose Namunas on that one. You know, we might as well. We might as well. I'm not blaming myself. I'll, I'll take I'll take the blame off myself on that one. So, um, yeah, three out of five, not bad. <clears throat> three plus money bets. I think if you bet in all of them last week, you probably uh, you've probably made your money back. So I'm happy enough with last week. And uh, we will uh, we will get into this week and uh, and look at some of the fights and some of the bets as well. Um, 
I'm actually excited about a few of the fights this week. And I've gone for this week. You know, usually I go for the very, very top, the main events, and I have a couple from uh, at least one of the main events anyway. Uh, and it's, you know, it's usually the top fights I pick one. But I'm picking from some of the undercard fights this week, doing it a little bit differently. And uh, I went back and I watched a good bit of tape and, and stuff. And I'm, I'm happy enough with the bets. But I'm also, even aside from the bets for a second, there are some very under good undercard fights uh, this weekend. And uh, one I'm going to start with one which I'm kind of most looking forward to, honestly. Uh, and I've just gone and watched uh, fights from Viviane Arujo and Andrea Lee. And now, I had my bet written down for this and I was going for Andrea Lee um I I I kind of picked her out as my winner and I was like let's let's you know let's go and watch another bit of tape and let's kind of make sure and I kind I've backed out of it a little bit so Andrea Lee is minus 120 and Arujo is plus 100 and I'm like oh, I don't know I, I would rather if that line was exactly the same maybe um or even if she was uh, Andrea Lee was a bit of an underdog to go for it first because I'm Honestly, I'm not sure. So what I have gone for, I switched it up. And uh, my guy Jedi Goodman will, will probably give out to me. But I'm actually going for the under here. 2.5 rounds. And that's plus 240. Right? And there's a couple of reasons I'm going for this in uh, the Lee Rouge. And now, you could look at their records and they've gone to a decision an, an awful lot <laughs> recently. You know, both of them. If you look at uh, Arusha, she obviously fought Caitlin Dukagan who always goes to the decision, but her two or what, four fights before that have all gone to a decision as well. Um, you know, and she, she got three or four or five even stoppages in a row before that. So she, you know, she is one of those fighters who has the ability to do both. I was just watching one of the fights and they were kind of saying, oh, she's changed from a jiu-jitsu practitioner to a striker. And that can, can kind of happen as well when you, when you go with that. So um, Andrea Lee then, she... You know, she had a, a streak of, what, six uh, decisions in a row. But her last two have finished uh, inside the distance. One was the corner savage. And the other, as we know, the uh, the submission of Antonio, uh, Antonina, even, Shevchenko. Um, so, look, I, I will say with, with, a, with a bit of, uh, uh, a bit of like, kind of make up your own mind on, on this one. But I'm going for them inside the distance, right? And, okay, I have two reasons for that. Um, first one, I really believe in Andrea Lee. I think she's a very good fighter. I think I think she'll fight for the title over the next couple of years. Now, as I said at the start of this, I kind of backed out in particular to win this because I think Arujo is very good as well. But I believe Lee has improved an awful lot over the years. I like her striking style. Uh, I think she's like Caitlin Chukagan, but like a little bit better, hits a little bit harder and is improving at a, a, at a rate as well. Whereas Chukagan is you know, probably the third or fourth best woman in the world at that division but has been that and the same level for probably four or five years now. Now, it's a very, very, very good level for that division, and she's proven herself she beat Arusha. You know, she's proven herself uh, there. But I think if... Imagine if Chukagan had a little bit more power and maybe a little bit more finishing ability and maybe, you know, was on her way up rather than maybe in her prime. Uh, that's what I think Andrea Lee is. Now, I might be wrong, and, you know, she's lost three or four fights in a row previous to this in the UFC and things, but I really think she has turned the corner. I think she's a very, very good fighter, and... We put all of that together. I think Arujo is very, very good as well. She hits hard. You know, as, as I said, she's a jiu-jitsu practitioner as well. So if the fight does go to the ground, she can end it there. It doesn't have to be just a KO or anything like that. Um, and she she throws with reckless abandon, right? And 
a big reason why you would go for someone to win under 2.5 rounds that throws out Reckless Abandon is they w- <laughs> they'll either get that knockout when they throw out Reckless Abandon or they will get very, very, very tired. And if you do get very, very, very tired and you're fighting Andrea Lee, that's not a good place to be because Andrea Lee will up that pace. She will keep going. You know, we've seen her before. Look, she's, I, I wouldn't say she's Ken Velasquez in her primary ending with cardio, but she has good cardio. She keeps going into the third round. And I think Arujo, uh I think Arujo will fade at kind of the midpoint of the fight. And I also think, as opposed to the Chukagan fight, where at, at times Chukagan was kind of letting her maybe wear herself out a little bit, or Arujo was maybe just on top. I think Andrea Lee will, uh, will attack her at the same time as Arujo is attacking, if you get me. Now, that could also lead to Andrea Lee getting knocked out or Arujo getting knocked out. But I think it'll also lead to Arujo having to up her output in terms of what she's doing if it's kind of just a one-sided fight. And I actually think that'll make her get tired quicker. Um, so, if let's say she gets to the, the two or three-minute point of the second round, she's getting very tired. Andrea Lee starts up it and up and up it. Could she finish that early in the third or maybe late in the second? I think so. Could there be a big knockout? At the start of the fight, from from either person, I think so. Could Arujo submit her? I think so. I think there's just so many ways this fight can end. Now, watch it go to this. <laughs> watch it go to a decision. But that's the logic in my head. My logic isn't always correct. As I know, people listening to, to, to this podcast often know when they're betting it. But I like that logic. I think. Look, we've seen it. There've been lots of, uh, uh, you know, a lot the women's fights. I, I think. Um, my guy Jedi Goodman has been following it. The over is there an awful lot in the fights, and I think it's a lot of that is be- because the level is getting a lot better. You know, we see in men's fights as well the amount of decisions are getting more and more and more all the time. But I think this is one of those fights that maybe the stylistic matchup will actually cause it to to end. So um, I think someone will get finished. That's my prediction, and I'm going for the under. Now maybe I should have gone for it to finish inside the distance. That would have been a little bit less of a price, but I'm going for this. Uh, the price, let me get just get a few again here. It uh, is uh, plus two forty, so plus two forty uh, on that one, and uh, I think that's a I think that's a, a very good price for that fight to go to decision. Right, um, I'll, I'll go to my second UFC bet here, and then I'll pop to my two. Uh, I have two from Bellator, and then I have one as well. The Flyers from the UFC uh, as well. Um, I'm going for David Grant against uh, Louis Smolka to win here. Um, Grant, uh, sorry, to Grant to win by decision. He is plus 275. Um, you know, David Grant is a very, very good fighter. He has been around the scene now for a long time. You know, he's 11 and 6 in his career. And I feel like that doesn't do justice to how good David Grant actually is. You know, he lost, okay, he's lost the last couple and, you know, I'm talking about this fight to go to the decision as well. There was a split decision to Adrian Yanez and Yanez' decision against uh, Marlon Chilo Vera. And we saw how good Vera was last time out. This was less than a year ago. So, um, and that, was a, that wasn't a blow away fight by any means. At, at times it was, but I, I like David Grant an awful lot. I think, the, you know, that left hook that he's landed a few times uh, in his fights is, is just a very, very good weapon. Uh, he's a very good all-around fighter. Even, you know, if someone tries to get the fight to the ground with him, I think he's able to survive on, on the bottom. You know, he's lost a couple of times by a, by a submission, all right? But they were back. You know, he lost to Manny Bermudez and Damien Stasiak, uh, I suppose. But they were a good while ago now at this stage. Um, 
and you know that's probably where Lewis Smolka will be looking to catch him. Whereas Smolka, you know, he's headline cards. He's been in Ireland here, headlining cards. He lost his last one to uh, to to Vince Morales, and you know he was he's kind of won and lost every kind of second one over uh, his most recent stint, I suppose, uh, in the UFC. Now the big issue with this one, I suppose, and it going to the decision. Uh, lots of Smolka's fights don't go to decision. You know, it's usually stoppages for him. In fact, it's a good few years since he's had one go to a decision. I just think Davy Grant, again, it's down to the matchup for me here. Uh, I think Davy is very, very tough. I think um, I think he will survive if he's put in any bad positions against Smolka. I think he will maybe stop himself from getting submitted. Uh, I don't think he's going to get knocked out by Smolka. But I also think Smolka... You know, okay, he has been knocked out, obviously, a good few times now, and he's been choked out and things. So I don't think Davey will be choking him, or maybe I'm wrong now, maybe we'll end up choking him out. But I also think Smolka, I, I think Davey's kind of landed that left hand now so many times that people know about it. And Smolka, if he's not looking to, to stay away from that, I'd know what he'll be looking for. Um, and I, But I do think Davey Grant will box him up. I think that's how the fight will be won. I think Grant will land lots of shots. Uh I think Smolka will probably get hurt a couple of times throughout it, but he's a tough man as well. And I think he'd probably come through it, you know. And uh, I think the fight will go long, and I think it'll go to a decision. So that's the way I think it'll go. I think Davey Grant will win. I, I could see Smolka maybe pulling guard or getting a couple of takedowns, but I like Grant here in this one, and uh, I like him to win by decision. At, uh, plus 275, you know, it's, it's a big price bet. It, it is a big price bet. I won't, uh, I won't sugarcoat it or anything like that. Maybe it's one of those ones that maybe it's half a flyer bet. Maybe it's one of those. So, yeah, I'll go I'll go for that one. Right. Um, next bet here over in Bellator. I'm going for Fabian Edwards uh, to beat... Um, uh, to be Leona Majid in the co-main event. I, no, I said I went for one of the main event. Actually, it's the co-main event. Sorry, my, my apologies. We'll talk about the main event in the roundup towards the end. Um, I... <laughs> Uh, do you know what? This is one of these bets that I was kind of looking at. I'm like, will I give, <laughs> will I give this bet? Will I actually give this bet? But I am. I uh, look. I believe in Fabian Edwards. Um, I've known of Fabian Edwards because my my uh, my partner over in the Severe Man podcast, Graham, has talked about him. He saw him as an amateur, and he's like, this guy is going to be the next guy. I think he was ten and zero as an amateur. You know, submitting guys, knocking guys out. And it feels like in his pro career, he's just kind of taken a step back in terms of maybe the wildness and everything like that. Um, but I still believe in Fabian Edwards. I really do still believe in him. He's only what, let me just look here, 11 fights into his career, you know, and only had 10 amateur fights as well. That's not all that much experience. And he's fought some very, very good guys as well, you know, Austin Vanderford and uh, Casella Van Steenis and others as well. Um... Coming into this fight against Leona Machida, it is a massive fight for him because, look, if you fight Leona Machida, former UFC champion, it's going to be a massive fight if you're 11 fights into her career, a young up-and-coming guy like Fabian Edwards, even though you know he's heading for 30 now, but still, in this sport, that can be young. Um, but I think it means a little bit more to Fabian Edwards in terms of his performance here. And when I say mean to him, I mean means in terms of his standing in division and his future as a fighter is a weird way to say it, but I think this fight will either be the making of Fabian Edwards or it will force him to be to be the making of himself in future fights. Because look, we know we know the way Leota Machida fights. Um very good defensively on the outside, tries to come in with fast movements and catch you inside and then get all the way back out. 
We've seen Lyoto over the last while. Not what he used to be. Not as fast. How could he be? You know, he's he's in his forties now. He probably is. It, you couldn't expect anyone to be as fast and as good as Lyoto Machida once was. Uh, and you know he's not that. But what he can still do is he can still move in. He can still move out, and he can still make it very hard for you to hit him while he hits you. You know, I think we could all probably agree with that. Now, maybe an issue here is his cardio. Can he go five rounds? Can he keep that up over five rounds? Even if there isn't much coming back. Let's say, and this is not against Fabian, this is against anyone. That might be an issue for Leoron. I think it could be an issue here. I think the issue for Fabian is when you're fighting someone like Leona Machida, you have to let your hands go. You have to make Leona Machida pay when he comes in. You Okay, you have to be careful against him and not get knocked out. But you also can't just allow him to come in, either hit, not hit, and then get back out. Because whether Leona's hitting or he's not hitting, if you're not hitting him, then you're not winning. You know, and it, may, it might only take him to land one shot from every three or four attacks and he's winning that fight if you land nothing. You know, as we saw with Rosenham Yunus and Carlos Farris at the weekend. Um, and... Fabian cannot let that happen in this fight. He's let it happen in past fights. I think he'd probably admit that himself. Um, I think Fabian is a very smart, a very intelligent fighter, really skilled, very good all around. But I think he might be too smart and too intelligent for his own good. Sometimes we forget. You know, I talked about this with Aaron Pico before. This is a violent game, and sometimes you have to bring out a bit of that violence. Sometimes you have to let these hands go. Sometimes you have to let the shots go. And if you're Fabian Edwards, you're in Fabian Edwards' corner and you're fighting Leona Machida at this age, you have to do that. You have to. Because if he's not as fast as he once was, then you should back yourself to land those big shots against Leona Machida in that pocket when he comes inside, knowing that you have more power than him, you can hurt him, and maybe he can't hit you as uh, nominally maybe as he once could. Um... But that is the key to this fight and the key to Fabian Edwards' career going forward. Honestly, I think that he hasn't been able to let his hands go enough. And I think that a lot of that is down to um, his game planning. And a lot of that is down to sticking to what he wants to do in the fight. I think Fabian needs to get wild. Honestly. Now, I've said it, uh, and, and maybe it's it's a bad comparison or whatever, but... Uh, and maybe it's an unfair thing to say, but I think Fabian tries to fight too much like Leon. And maybe not it's him, not, not necessarily him, but maybe his, the team and everything want to have him fighting like Leon. He's a different fighter to Leon. He needs to be fighting in a different way. I think he's a bigger puncher than Leon. I think he's a better finisher than Leon. I think he's a, a better athlete than Leon as well. I think he can do better things. Honestly, I, I think Fabian Edwards is a better fighter than Leon Edwards. Now, that'll probably get me killed by a lot of people, but I think he has the ability to be. Now, is he at the moment? No. But does he have the ability to rise to that level? Yes, I think he does. Now, that's the opinion of someone who's been watching him since he was an amateur. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll never happen. And, you know, it, uh, there's been lots of lads I've seen coming through from the amateurs and they've been very good and it hasn't happened for him. And maybe Fabian Edwards will be one of them. But in this fight, he needs to show it. And if he can show it in this fight, I actually think it's a fight that could bring a little bit more out of Fabian and it could improve... Um, him as a fighter and him as a personality in the cage going forward and I think it's the fight to do it look if they can't see it in this fight and they can't see what to do in this fight they'll never see it so I'm backing him and I'm going for it and you know this maybe turned into a Fabian Edwards podcast there instead of a betting podcast but anyway minus 140 Fabian Edwards to win I think he will let the hands go I think he'll land the shots I do think Leona Machida will tire later and I think Fabian Edwards will win the fight and it's minus 140 the next one I'm going for here is uh, 
Probably one uh, that maybe the fans won't like too much, but look, I'm going for it anyway. I am going for Wendell Gamacho to win straight up at plus 230. Let me just check those odds again now because they, uh, that was last night I wrote this down. Let me let me just make sure. Uh, plus two. He's actually, sorry, with BetMGM right now, he's plus 260. So he's plus 260 uh, right now with, with, uh, with BetMGM, uh, which is a very very good price let, let me just check fab and enders while i'm here as well uh he's minus 135 so you know minus 140 still there thereabouts um i and obviously you know um uh wendell gamaco is fighting paul daly in what is his uh retirement fight uh here in, in london we'll see about that one uh I went back and I watched uh, some Gikamo, 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 Windle. We'll go with Windle. Um, if anyone has watched the preview show, you probably know about that. I've, I've spoken a little bit about him. I think he's a very good fighter and a very dangerous fighter and a bad matchup, honestly, for Paul Daly. Look, the, the, I was going to say the one thing. But Daly has some plus factors here, obviously. Uh, he has nearly 60 fights. He is fighting in his hometown. He has that experience. He has fought guys like Yakama before and won, but he's also fought guys like Yakama before and lost. Um, but, you know, he has some plus. But this this by no means a walkover, and you can see that by the line. I think this line is grossly wrong. Grossly wrong. Now, Paul Daly could still win the fight, but I think with the skill level that Wendell has, I know he's 9-2 and two in his career. It looks so as Fabian Edwards, and I'm picking him too. Um, I think he's very good. He throws... He throws lovely spinning shots. He throws lovely punches. I mentioned on the preview show, uh, he's one of these guys. You know, some guys, they throw when they're very good, say, on the ground or when they're, you know, they've got great jiu-jitsu game or great wrestling game. They throw these big kicks kind of just to get taken down, maybe, or kind of just for the fight to land on the ground. And there isn't much oomph or anything on him. Verdum would be a guy like that. Jacare, although Jacare kind of got better towards the, the latter half of his, his career and that. Guys win like that. Even Oliveira, to a certain extent, throws those ones. Now, he is one that lands with, with oomph on him as well. But Wendell throws and he lands. You know, he's throw, throws kicks to the body, lovely leg kicks, uh, wild with his striking, throws big right hands and has a beautiful takedown. And it's he's one of those guys that he does it so he can get the fight to the ground, but he also does it so he can knock you out. And he has power. He has an array of different shots. And all of those shots in the fights, the fights I saw, now there's a much there's a much of him out there, but from what I did see, I was very impressed. Very impressed. He's a really good blast double. Takes lads down in the middle of the cage. I'm really impressed with him. Now look, Paul Daly... We've seen before he doesn't have the best takedown events in the world, although he can take, you know, especially if he gets you against the cage, pushes that head down, does the right things. We know about that big left hook. We know about the power in his hands. Um, but I think he's going to find it very hard here to get through the kicks from the outside, the spinning kicks, and also to stop a takedown. If he's coming in, like, when you're a hooker in MMA... It's almost the worst thing to be when you're fighting against a wrestler because you throw that big hook, he's going to dip down underneath it and get that double leg and take you down. And I feel like that's the way this fight is going to go. So, um, yeah, that's the bet I'm going for here. I'm going for Gikamo to win this one. And it is at plus 260. Um... Right, let's go to my flyer bet and then we will go for a bit of a review. Um, My flyer bet here... (sighs) Look, it's one, It's another one of those ones. It's like, I'm not a... 
I'm not 100% with this one because it's one of those fights and I'm going for I'll tell you what it is first I'm going for Ryan Spann to win by TKO KO at plus 400 um, and the re- look the reason I've gone for this is I, I think someone will get knocked out in this fight that's that that's the top and bottom maybe of this uh you know the the under 2.5 rounds is minus 280 so i suppose that tells a bit of a story uh in this one uh the fight to uh the fight to go to the decision is plus three uh plus three thirty plus three hundred some places and the fight doesn't go to decision is like minus four seven five now if you like kutilaba um to win by tikio ko it's only minus 150-ish minus 135 uh, as well um, and Span here is, is plus 400 maybe you can get him a little bit bigger if these lines are moving we'll see check out later in the week what Betty MGM have up there uh, to see his price but he's around plus 400 plus 450 in some places you can get him at that uh, I don't see this as a fight where Kutalaba is destined to get the finish he's minus 220 Span is plus uh, 180 um. Yeah, I like haven't watched a couple of span fights. Haven't watched a couple of Kutilaba fights. Look, there's a lot of these guys in this light heavyweight division that they win one, they lose one. They look good, they look terrible. They take a few shots, they can't take a few shots. They get knocked out, they win by knockout. And I feel like these two lads are in in that mix. You know, Misha Sarkinov is in there as well. Johnny Walker, Devin Clark. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of them in that kind of mid level mix there. Uh, watching the Serkinov fight, like, you can see the power that Span has, uh, and that was only around this time last year. Uh, obviously, Kutilaba has power as well. He can land big shots. He has a takedown in his arsenal as well, as we, uh, as we saw in one of his, uh, one of his recent fights. Let me just look here. Uh, which fight was it? It was, um, uh, the Kelly Roundtree fight, and that was, well, recent, i say it was three years ago at this stage, but, you know, he beat Devin Clark, who's been looking good by, by a decision, and he's been using his wrestling a little bit more, but, I just think at plus 400, if the two of these lads come out there striking at the start, someone's getting knocked out, someone's getting finished, and I'd rather take the minus 110, I'd rather take, sorry, the plus 400 over the minus 110, uh, and I don't, like, uh, uh, some fighters I believe in them, and Kutilab is one of these fighters, I do not believe in <laughs> I'll be honest with that, now not to say he won't win here, but we got his next fight and he probably won't win if he does win here, you know, he's one of those guys, so... To, for him to get knocked out at plus 400, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, 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 I'll have a bit of that every day, and I'll have it twice on Saturday as well. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the five bets. I will uh, recap them again at the end here. Uh, right, let's go to a quick recap of the uh, of the cards themselves. Uh, we'll look at Bellator first. Uh, Fabian Edwards here, minus 135 with uh, BetMGM, plus 110 from Machida. I would definitely be going for Fabian there, but I wouldn't rule out Machida, and I think that price says a lot about the fight. Um, the main event, Logan Storley, is minus 275 plus 220 for MVP. I don't know, lads. What do you think on this one? Because I, I've i talked about this fight multiple times now this week, and it's a massive moment for MVP. You know, and the moment probably might or shouldn't come into the fight, but it might. Uh, and he'll either rise to the moment or he'll fall at the moment. Um... I think, look, I think it's for the first two rounds, Logan Storley's going to struggle to catch him. Can MVP catch Logan Storley, though? And I mean catch him with a, a strike. 
and I mean for Logan Story to catch him on a takedown. If uh, if if there was any uh, if there was any confusion about that, which there probably shouldn't be in this fight. Uh, and that's to me the key the key here because if Logan Story can take down MVP once and he can take him down twice, I think one of those it's, it's all that fight at that stage is very hard for MVP to win because if he can find a way to get the fight to the ground, it's going to be a tough one for MVP. But that Bellator cage is big. The big round cage helps MVP. I think it really works for him. Um, and I wouldn't rule him out at plus 220. I, this is one of these fights I can't wait to sit back and watch it. I wouldn't, I'm not having a bet in this fight. I won't, you know, I'm not giving a bet in this fight. It's one of those ones I kind of want to sit back and watch and see what happens. The old school wrestler versus uh, striker. I like MVP. I love his style. I like Logan Storley as well. Uh, you know, he's fighting out of um, Sanford MMA and I really believe in him. And Look, I, I think I, I think Logan Storley would probably win, honestly, but who knows? And uh, I can't wait for it. Uh, Daly and Jukamum. Minus uh, 350 for Daly, plus 260 for Gamma. We talked about that. Luke Trainer. I talked to my, my guy, uh, Jake Smith, and he really believes in Luke Trainer. Talking about his story this week as well. Minus 300 over Simon Biong, plus uh, 230. Denise Keelholz, I think she is. Uh, she's going to win this one. She's minus 275, plus 210 over at BetMGM. Is uh, Kana Wanatabe. Uh, uh, Elena Kalinudu is plus 120. K. Jackson minus 145. Daniel Veitchel, interesting there. He is the under, or the favorite, sorry, minus 150. Robert Whitaker is plus uh, 125. Mark Limingjordan uh, is the underdog against the minus 200. Oliver Inkamp. Uh, Alfie Davis, as it starts to rain behind me, lads. It's getting, it's getting very blustery here in Ireland. Alfie Davis is uh, the favourite against Tim Wilde, I think. I think that's a good bet, minus 125. I think he probably should be a bit of a bigger favourite there. Andrew Fisher is a big, big favourite, minus 190. Well, not big, big, a big favourite. Um, I heard someone talking about Kurzmak this week. I actually haven't had a chance to go and watch him yet, but I saw someone saying this guy is, is legit and he's in with a chance. So plus 155, if you like that rumour I heard during the week that he's good. <laughs> Uh, Charlie Ward uh, he's a massive favourite here minus 550 and I think if he can keep an undefeated against Alan Carlos at plus 375 I think Charlie will knock him out and Ashana Green in is the underdog plus 100 200 sorry minus 250 for Chira Pincho uh, the UFC Kutalaba minus 225 over Span as we talked about Span is plus 185 Davy Grant if you like him straight up he's minus 300 obviously I've gone for decision Luis Smolka is plus 240 Amanda Hibas uh, it's an interesting fight plus 150 over Caitlin Chukagan minus 185 look I think Amanda Hibas is a better all around fighter than Caitlin Chukagan but Caitlin Chukagan makes like dif- life difficult for everyone so I don't know that's one I'm avoiding uh, Frank uh, Camacho Plus 105, Manuel Torres, minus 125. Alan Asimento is a plus 185. Jake Hadley, you know, one of the top prospects coming out of the UK, uh, the UK minus uh, 225. And I think he will win that. He's a very, very, very good fighter. Uh, Lee is uh, minus 120, as we discussed, plus 100 for Aharuja. Uh, uh, Alan Patrick, plus 130. Michael Johnson, minus 155. Johnson's been fighting and training out of Sanford as well. I know he's been around Henry Hoof for a long time, but, uh, you know, that's a very, very good gym. I'm looking forward to it. This uh, Hill Gender Robert line, if I'm not mistaken, let me, can I just click here and find out? Yeah, this one has changed over the last while in, in a big way. Uh, uh, Angela Hill now is plus 145. Jan Yoruba is minus 175. When I looked at that last week, I think it was very, very close to being even, if I'm not mistaken. Can I just look here again and double it tell me? Um, 
so yeah, Jen Niroba has gone from minus one forty into min- out to minus one seventy five. So that's that's a big jump there. So it'll be interesting to see that. Andre, uh, you know, Angela Hill is never in a fight that's a that much of a blow away. So you know, she'd probably lose a decision and complain about it again, as as obviously things happen. Chris Candelero plus one ninety against uh, Tatsuo Tayara minus two fifty. Uh, Petrovsky plus two eighty. Nick Masimov minus three seventy five. Masimov wasn't that good in his last one, and he's a big favorite going into that too. So uh, maybe maybe that's uh, I want to uh, to get away from there. And I see the uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's the the end of it there. So um, all right, everyone. I will recap my bets again here. Fabian Edwards minus 140 um, and I, I'm these are all over the place now so excuse me I'll give two Bellator first uh, Wendell Kikama plus a 260 uh, Aruhuja versus Lee fight to be under 2.5 rounds is plus 240 Grant to win by decision Davy Grant over uh, Louis Smoka plus 275 and my flyer of the week a plus 400 Ryan Span to win by TKO or K-O. All right, everybody. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com, and that was The Betting Show. I'll see you all next time.